This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Very happy to be here. Just a couple days until um, uh, mm-hmm. insult, Jeffy insult free day, uh, which is uh, Thursday of mm-hmm. this week. So think about it. You're going to so be that watching. would be day after tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Watching, and listening to the show. If my calculations are correct, and in theory, we will we will not insult Jeffy for the entire <clears> show. <throat> That's so what are the odds you make it? Uh, zero, almost zero. Yeah, uh, almost absolutely Vegas zero. Has uh, it's this you could make gonna, some money if we do. Mm-hmm. I'll say that this mm-hmm. is going to be like the. Uh, Let's see who can hit each other the the softest. You go first, isn't it? <laughs> Probably. I will say there's a chance, and it's a small chance, uh, that we may feel the need to get it out of our system tomorrow. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. I would think it's like Fat Tuesday, right? Today's Fat Tuesday. Uh, Today's Fat Tuesday. W- so what? Be fat Tuesday for Jeffy because uh, he's fat, and it's Tuesday. <laughs> and as it says right there, quite clearly, he's, he's fat. fat. So, there you go. But this is the thing, Jeffy. What a wonderful, uh, what a wonderful thing to look forward to. And then we're oh. only two days away, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, right? And you are right. You're looking forward to it with a great deal I, of anticipation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Uh, Business Insider has a list of uh, kind of everything we know about this terrorist <clears throat> guy. Um, not on this list is that he's a little bit more likable than Jeffy. Um, but uh, he's an American citizen, uh, born in 1988, however, in Afghanistan. Uh, he came to the United States as a child in 1995. Uh, and uh, and I, I think we should ban all seven-year-olds uh, from entering the country. That's just my own uh, particular opinion. But he was uh, described as a naturalized U.S. citizen whose last known address was in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Hmm. Uh, he became a completely different person after a trip to Afghanistan. Uh, there you go. This is a story every single time. Yeah. Not necessarily that, that they are. It's like maybe we should just instead of banning all immigrants, we should just ban all their vacations. They all seem to go overseas, <laughs> come back after a trip, and all is totally different. Yep. Um, but uh, he uh, visited Afghanistan. I believe he got married there too, didn't he? Um, he. It was like he was a completely different person. Um, says Flea Jones. Hmm. Who, uh, who? His name is Flea. 
mm-hmm. and also uh, grew up with him. Uh, he got uh, serious and completely closed off. He was known as a class clown in high school, um, mm. which is uh, interesting. He, uh, there's no evidence uh, that he was connected to ISIS or Al-Qaeda. Um, and this is a, you know, it's a weird way to phrase it because is it important to you if a terrorist blows you up, but they're, they're with Al-Qaeda uh, Arab Peninsula instead of ISIS? Like, do you really, do you care? Um, they all seem to have, he's connected to Islamic radical ideology in his notebook, they found quotes uh, from uh, various uh, Islamic uh, extremist leaders. Mm-hmm. Uh, he clearly was associated and uh, f- uh, fueled by this ideology. Whether he, ha- he is actually talking to someone individually in ISIS is, is, is to some degree unimportant. I mean, I guess we should know it, but I don't really care that all that much. I see what you're saying. We may never know his motivation. That seems to be the point here. No. We may never know this. No, his motivation. motivation is clear. It was Islamic extremism. We may never know what, what he was thinking, why he did this. Well, he had a notebook in which he described what he was thinking, and it was Islamic extremist ideology. Yeah, like, like I said, there's just no indication that he, uh, you know, why he would do something Well, it's not like an this. indication. It's just specifically what he did. I mean, it was, he wrote it. He wrote out the words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that doesn't really tell us anything. We're we're looking into why he would do something like this, right? And that's was it why something? Did, was somebody mean to him? Was he ostracized in high school? Was he uh, picked last for dodgeball, as we've heard speculated on uh, in previous days? Um, did he see a movie he didn't like? I don't know. We may never know his motivation, unless, for example, we found a notebook where he described it, and uh, that happened, and and we do no. But it gives us very little insight into what he's thinking. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what the media does. I know. Uh, they did actually find, I guess, a notebook in which uh, some <laughs> writings were uh, from Islamic extremists. Uh, you know, uh, uh, bigwigs uh, were quoted and things. You know, they're going to say that they do everything they can uh, to, to try to get away from calling it what it is. Yeah. Which is the very basic, terror. right, thing. Like, I... I, I a lot of times we've, we've criticized this in the past that a lot of Republicans and conservatives will say, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do uh, about the ISIS? Well, well, first thing I'm going to do is start calling them by their name. Well, yeah, you got to do that. But there's more to it than that. Uh, but they're, they, they set the bar so low because the Democrats and the media are so terrible at this. They can't even bring themselves to say it. I mean, it was um, de Blasio who said it was an intentional act. Now, yes, it was an intentional act. Of what? In an act of what? You're just acting? You know? I mean, it's no. It was, it was not performance art. It was a terrorist act. And why they shy away from this, it's such a missed opportunity because it doesn't actually mean anything. It doesn't mean they have to be tough on Islamic extremism. It just, it just instead of saying it doesn't mean they have to violate all these weird lines they have. It's the easiest path to sort of uh, make everybody feel good about their approach and not have to do anything. Like, that's kind of step one. It's just say, look, it's Islamic extremism. We're working hard on that. And they give you the little, the little yeah. hand gesture, and that should that would pretty much close it. It would take away a big part of the Republican argument. And in addition to that, it would force Republicans to actually come up with a plan of their own. Because many Republicans uh, have, as their plan, we'll say the name, period. 
And they don't seem to want to go beyond that because they don't have to. The Democrats are so awful at this. All they have to say is, we'll say Islamic extremism, and they win. It really is bizarre. Yeah. Um, although the polling will sh- is actually pretty close between uh, Hillary and Trump on terrorism. Um, uh, Hillary has a slight advantage in many of the polls. Um, and that's all obviously because Trump is a, you know, a reality show host, real estate developer. No one thinks he actually has any um, experience or understanding of this issue. They do believe, however, he, he, he'll be tough, um, which is at least something, I guess. Yeah. I, I'm not sure why they believe that, but apparently they do. Um, I, I don't see any indication that... He would be. Um, it's funny because he's running as the tough guy, but also running as the guy who opposed the Iraq war since the right. beginning, which he didn't technically do, um, though he, he did. He did oppose it pretty early. I mean, I, that was one of the first things I didn't like about him. Um, and, and in mm-hmm. fact, I remember listening to him on Sean Hannity's show, uh, just berating the United States and calling George W. Bush essentially a, tre- a, terrorist. a terrorist and a treason, a treasonous bastard uh, for supporting the Iraq mm-hmm. war. So, I mean, he was... Anti-Iraq war. What would Hannity before said it. to him back then? Uh, Hannity was very opposed to him and took him yeah. on really strongly. Yeah, really strongly. Yeah. Huh? That's interesting. He was. He, you know what? He, Hannity, Sean Hannity was my voice. Was he in that in that interview? Yeah. Yeah. I remember where I, I said this before. I remember where, what light I was at in Pennsylvania, suburban Pennsylvania, sitting there listening to that interview, going, "Wow, Trump is crazy." Yeah. This guy is a nutbag. He's saying he was using every code pink argument. Oh, now, there I, re- are, I remember that. And there are arguments against the remember war, that. obviously. Yeah, um, there are. Uh, he just wasn't making them. He was just making like, uh, well, you know, Bush lied when no one died when Clinton lied. It was that level of argument mm-hmm. against the war, which is obviously just, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you know, protester nonsense. And Sean Hannity rightly called him out on it over and over and over and over and over again. I mean, he was very strong. Uh, in, in his criticism of Donald Trump, in his opinion at the time. But where is he now on those uh, same issues with Donald Trump? To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, the be. light, when you were at the light in, uh, in where, where was it, New Jersey or Connecticut? Uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Um, <clears throat> when you were at the light of Pennsylvania, at that time, uh, Sean Hannity was not a brown belt. So, so, the brown belt thing has made him yeah. more anti-war. Yeah. <laughs> really? That's okay. True. I don't know what belt right. he was at that time. Mm. Well, that's a good point. Thank oh, you for God bringing God. that up. Jeffy. I wish I could find that exact interview <laughs> because it was like yes. every dumb. I mean, That'd he didn't so have. Great. He did not have a well-formed argument against the war, or one that you. Well, look he doesn't back have at. a well-formed argument on anything. anything. No, on anything. The other one thing I was thinking about this yesterday. The one thing he had a well-formed argument on and had not flip-flopped on was the birther thing. Yeah. That's the only yeah. story he had only had one opinion on. And now he has two on that, too. So he's re- now he literally has taken both sides of every issue. Of every <laughs> issue. <laughs> so, the it's one thing he had held true to the entire time it existed yeah. was the incorrect opinion about his birthplace. And now, and now not he's blown so much. that, too. Not so much. <laughs> so the bombing suspect, mm. uh, according to his girlfriend, who is also the mother of his child... He is a deadbeat. He hates America. Uh, so the, the police nabbed him and, and shot him on Monday after a long dragnet uh, in connection with the series of uh, bombings. He, uh, she says he was a bad father who disliked America, hated gays, and took long trips, trips to his homeland of Afghanistan. And he apparently got married, too, in, in between here, right? Because uh, I had read that he got married to someone from Pakistan uh, oh. uh, uh, on one of the trips, brought her back in, 
uh, to the society, uh, to America, was approved, and um, and then she left a few days before the bombings. Oh, so, really? I mean, she probably did know about it. Uh, this is the, the footage <laughs> I was talking about yesterday, I think. They show one example of the uh, explosion going off from inside, I think, in this series of videos. Um, I may have missed it as I was blabbing, but uh, you could see the ball bearings making the holes in the glass. Um, so, mm. I mean, it, it's really, uh, this was intended to kill a lot of people, yeah. and, and luckily wasn't particularly done well. Um, but it's kind of interesting. And they're holding him on $5.2 million bail. Now, Jeffy, as, a, uh, as an expert in this particular arena, is it, does that actually mean that if someone ponied up $5.2 million, he could walk out? Sure. Yeah. They would let this guy walk out of jail right now if someone pointed up 5.2 Yeah, but you only actually have to put up 10% of it, right? You only have to put up... Yes. Isn't that true? Yeah. And so 520000 Well, 000. you have to put up 10% and you have to have some sort of collateral. So, I mean, like the bail yeah. bonds takes the collateral. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the bail bondsman goes to the court and says, hey, here's uh, $50,000 or $500,000, whatever the case right. is. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the bail bondsman has uh, has it okay through the court that he's responsible for the five point two million, and that he's responsible for making sure that Rahimi shows back up in court. So if he doesn't show up in court, then the bail bondsman is you know. Out so the, the bail million. bondsman but is you, actually responsible for you, him showing up. Well, that's his business. Yeah, I mean that's his business. But you, you know, his deal with you is, as the family member or whatever, is that you're. It's your collateral. Mm. Show up or I get your, ho- or your house yeah, and it's your, your cars. collateral that's paying for it. Right. Okay. I never understood how that actually worked. And I also don't understand how, many, how there's so many of them. <laughs> it strikes me as like, holy crap, there's a lot of these places. Must be a good business. It must yes. be. There's almost good... as many as there are that, uh, that payday loan thing. But like, that's obviously you know? a good business, right? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. okay, you, you don't have maybe, a, first of all, there's a lot of illegal immigrants in our country that might not have uh, bank accounts and ways to cash their paychecks that they probably right. got with a false social security number. Right. So they're coming in there and they're, che- they're checking, they're cashing checks. Uh, that are likely almost definitely legitimate because they're paychecks and they're getting like 20 and 30 percent of the fees. Right. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I do not oppose that business uh, at all because it, it's not all illegal immigrants. I used it actually when I was young. Uh, I went to a payday. So did I. Loan. I mean, and, and people are like, oh, it's a predatory loaning. No, it's not. I walked in there, but I just walked in on my own volition. Uh, and was a, it said, you know what? Here's a cost-benefit analysis. You know what? I need this money today. I was so actually it's worth kidnapped 10 or 20%. and brought to the establishment. Oh wow! Held at gunpoint until I signed the papers for the loan. Okay, so you had a yeah. different experience I did. than I did. Much different. Uh, yeah, exper- it was definitely predatory in my case. You're going to be surprised to hear that my experience also uh, ended with me walking out with that money and then uh, purchasing speakers out of the back of a van. <laughs> did you really? Uh, I, did, I did. I did. Yes. I've well, walked I, out and of I should, when I say speakers. Uh-huh. I mean speaker. Yeah. I bought one speaker, and I was going to buy the other one later. Uh, and uh, I bought, never got the other one. I bought speakers <laughs> out of the back of a van too. What did you get? Oh, no, Jeffy, that's I'm not, it's not a drug reference. I'm saying it was an actual speaker. Yeah, no, no, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, anyway, uh, so the, my point is uh, that uh, you know. That's not like I can understand how that business succeeds because you're getting an exorbitant fee for something very mm-hmm. basic with a slight amount of risk. 
a, a fleeing criminal that you're taking responsibility for the entire amount of money, a lot of risk. 90 percent. Yeah. I mean, I would think that that's got to be a high risk environment. And they have their own uh, bounty hunters if, they, mm-hmm. if you skip. So is this where like dog the bounty hunter yeah. comes in? So he's he's hunting the bounty for the bail bondsman. Yeah, or his company or whatever. Yeah, I mean, but it's this usually they usually work for someone I'm else. Not yeah. in this world, man. <laughs> Jeffy, of course, has utilized these services Yo, so many times. So many times. He knows the ins and the outs. So many times. You should open up one of these places, seriously, because you know the business so well. You know what the customers want. Well, they don't let him because you know the record. Oh yeah, the record. Yeah, you have to be a good standing. Now, can yeah. you say that on be Thursday? A good standing with the court <laughs> on Thursday. I, can you talk about Jeffy's bail bonds record? Well, we, can we tell the truth? Uh, I think the truth see, does live here. Does it not live here on this Thursday? This is not a bright line, Matt. This is a gray, muddled line. Uh, it is a muddled line. Uh, okay. Because first of all, we, we know. Your, well, the truth is, he's fat too. Can we tell that truth? Right, and that's where we get to the that's point. That's where of, you I get to the. No, I, I say no. You can't. You can't do either of those things. You, so you can't say he's a criminal. You can't no. say he's fat. You can't say no. he runs porn websites. No. You can't say he's. Uh, uh, I mean, involved in any criminal activity no. at all. No, not not on Thursday. Now, what are these things in the back of it? Because right now, this one says genital expert, which I say is a compliment. Uh, but uh, can these things on the back have to say nice things about Jeffy on Thursday? Well, that is nice. A genital. What's wrong with a genital expert? <laughs> I mean, I guess a, that could be a gynecologist. A gynecologist right? would be one. Right? Uh, do you think they're bad? I don't think they are. So everything behind Jeffy. I don't either. See again, can you do that, Ray Beckford? Can you make creepy comments mean? on your own behalf on, on Thursday? What are you talking about? <laughs> this is going to be. We're never going to get. It's going to be quite a show. There's just too many pitfalls. Yeah, really. <laughs> that comes uh, in two days from. Uh, I don't think we're going to make it. It's going to be fun. All right, listen. Would you switch phone companies if you knew your current? carrier was using your money to fund Hillary Clinton's campaign. I mean, <laughs> yes. I, I I think it would. Yeah. Well, it's, it's happening. Yeah. Uh, and that's happening. not just Hillary's campaign. It's all sorts of uh, liberal causes. Uh, your current yeah. phone carrier is part of this. Uh, and some of them, I mean, are spending tens of millions of dollars to remove conservative leaders from office, all sorts of things. It, one, mm-hmm. of the, one of the uh, specific, exa- well, I don't know if we're supposed to give specifics. Oh, we're not supposed to give. A I don't know if we are. Now that I, as I'm about to say this mm. specific example of mm-hmm. a politician you know and like who was removed from office because, largely in part, of uh, one of the, uh, these uh, cell phone companies that poured money into the race, and he lost by just a few votes. Oh yeah. Honestly, but even uh, general like that. Right. Uh, but I mean, this is what's happening. And this is why you need an alternative. And the alternative is Patriot Mobile. Really easy to remember. Patriot Mobile. They offer nationwide talk and text. They have high speed 4G LTE data at really competitive prices. They're lower than what you're paying now. And they donate up to 5% of your monthly bill to a conservative organization that you choose. Mm-hmm. You get the same quality service. You get the latest and greatest phones, including the uh, new iPhone. They can get that for you if you want it, the, the Samsung. Nice. Uh, the, uh, all, really, all of them. All of them. Uh, Jeffy yeah. was asking about all sorts of different Samsung phones because he's the big Samsung guy here. I mm-hmm. do. I like the Samsung. And, uh, you know, the Note 7 has been a big recall. 
Right, yeah. So they so, they they won't give you any phones that explode, uh, right. but they'll give you uh, phones. Uh, it really, you can get whatever you want. I mean, they 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 were going through the list with us uh, the other day, and they'll get you anything you want, really. Uh, so go yeah. to them, ask ask them, and that's important. You don't want just the cause, right? You also want the good service, yep. and and that's what they have. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze is the place to go. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze, or call them at eight seven seven three six seven seven five two four eight seven seven three six seven seven five two four. Make it your last call from your current provider. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, according to uh, some. The off-duty cop who shot the Minnesota attacker is a competition shooter and an NRA member and a hero. Off-duty police officer uh, responsible. A hero. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you believe this, Jeffy? A hero? Yeah, but, a man who shot a Muslim. I guess that's a, that, that, that qualifies as a hero in this country. Well, when the Muslim is stabbing people, yes. Stabbing people with what? A knife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A knife. A knife. A knife. So. A knife. Yeah. A knife. You a mean, knife. You mean? Knife. Uh, you mean something? Uh, something uh, that this knife culture put basically into his hands? Yes. Every oh, every kitchen in America needs a knife, but he's supposed to somehow uh, resist that urge. Well, though he can have a knife, he just can't use it oh. to stab people. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Fine. All right. But shooting. <laughs> How long as I can hold that one together? Shooting him is still a still an extreme measure. Shut up, Jeffy. With a knife. Uh, Jason Falconer shot and killed. Oh my gosh! He didn't have to kill him though. He could have wounded him. Why didn't you he do aim have a point his, on that? Why didn't he aim for his toe? Why didn't he aim for his toe this, or his hand and just shoot the knife out of it? Right. In fact, not even his hand. Just shoot the knife. Yes! Because then, uh, you know, we can reason with and him. And then you can talk to him. You can say, look, what happened in your past right. to make you this angry that you would jab that knife into people's bodies? Let me ask you this. In Minnesota, are pressure washers not available? Uh, you ever see a pressure washer where they, they do... I, I had a job like this. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of jobs when I was younger. Yeah. Um, and I would t- you take the pressure washer and you go like this uh, on, the, on the pavement at like mm-hmm. a strip mall to make the pavement look a little bit cleaner. Mm-hmm. If they would have walked up to the knife with the pressure washer, it would have knocked it out of his hands. Yeah, and then you could maybe I don't know, giving the man a hug, right? Maybe make him feel let him know wanted it's okay. and make let him. It's okay know. in America to be a Muslim, right? It's we okay. welcome you. Right. We, we welcome we, you. We here. want you here. We want you. We, we want love you and your stabbing we, ways we here. We love you. 
And we need you Right. Here. And I don't you know. are more responsible for America than practically anybody except some other minorities that are just tied with you. Right. There's no advantage except over white people. Except over um, white people. And I will say this. We are a nation. Christians especially. A nation of immigrants. Mark. We're a nation of Muslims. Um, yep. We're a nation. We are a Muslim of, nation of immigrants. Muslims are the uh, fabric of this nation. Right. The fabric. The very fabric. Of the foundation of this nation. It's a foundation nation of Muslims. People don't like to talk about this. It's a Muslim foundation Uh, nation. But 80% of the founding fathers were Muslim. They don't like to talk about that. They don't like to talk about it. Because it's not true mostly, but that that shouldn't stop them from talking about it. I mean, you know, what kind of country do we live in where we can't make up a number like 80% of our founders are Muslim and people will repeat it? That's... That's the truth. That's all we're asking is right for there. you to repeat the thing we just made up. That's all. <laughs> and now they will. And, and now you they... know it. And now they will. It's true. <laughs> we should start tweeting out things like that from the official patents. Eighty percent of America's founders were Muslim. Eighty <laughs> percent of them. It's a it's a Muslim foundation nation is what it is. We really should yeah. do a fact free day on our Twitter account and just like tweet out things like that all day and see how many get retweeted by like would be Sarah Silverman. <laughs> you know, would be fun. you know it's happening. Yes, right. let's try that. Anyway, he shot and killed the twenty uh, two year old Somali Dahir Adan uh, oh, no. when well, he went we on a wait. slashing spree. You didn't even you didn't even walk me into that. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Dahir is not doing well. Oh no, He's dead. what's wrong with him? He's dead. Oh no, he got he, what? Shot. he didn't even he got shot. He's that was dead. too fast. Pat. You need to, your bedside manner. Can you say? <laughs> Regardless of the rules, Falconer may or may not have broken. Um, he, I guess, he was brandishing firearms or illegal weapons. Uh, apparently, according to uh, patrons, aren't supposed to be brandishing things at the Crossroads Center Mall. Mm. Um, but anyway, he saved lives doing it, so I don't think too many people are going to be pissed off at him. Clearly, he's a hero, according to uh, uh, the mayor of the town in St. Cloud. He was the right person at the right place at the right time. Yeah, actually, this is an awesome story. Yeah, it is. I mean, they do have rules where you're not supposed to have a weapon at this mall. He did anyway, and thank goodness he did. And doesn't this tell you what that, how that works? Like... Mm. Hmm. He was what able to save you? lives. What does it tell you? That he uh, is a lawbreaker and should go immediately to prison? That's what it tells me. <laughs> Did you know that 80% of our founders are Muslim? Yes, I've heard that. Heard? I've heard that okay, recently. Good. Really? Quite recently. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, and he should go to jail for shooting this poor chef who had a, had a knife. You know? He was just a chef? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, trying to prepare some I didn't food. know that part. And you it. know what? Hey, you're slicing some onions and people walk in the way. It's not what are you going to do? Not your fault. Nothing you can do about it. What are you going to do? Eight people happen to get in the way of his. Try to get in the way of Jeffy. Onion cutting. And you're going to get run over, too. Well, that's true. Or eaten. Or, or, yeah, you probably eaten. Well, it's a good thing it's not Thursday, huh? (laughs) Wait, you're you're acting like you're pissed off already. It's not. No, it isn't Thursday. Let's let's go over the the facts here for a second. (laughs) We graciously, without any prompting, have fact, offered... And people have begged us not to do this. <laughs> We're going against the will of the audience really? to form a Jeffy insult-free day, and this guy has given us attitude before it even happens. Out of the goodness of our hearts, Stu, we've offered him this. <sighs> the things we do, uh, uh, you know? 
after all we do, after all we've done. It's unbelievable. This is the thanks we get. Wow. I mean, uh, you don't even wow. act he like starts you... starts getting attitude. You don't even act like you deserve the alignment that you have with Jim Gilmore. He How about doesn't. that for an insult? Okay? How about that? Mm. Take that. You yeah. bring Jim Gilmore into this? I will bring him into it if you keep acting like this. Yeah. You know, here's a guy who is standing up for our founding fathers, 80% of which were Muslim. And you are sitting over there with your attitude. I, I mean, no wonder. No wonder. This no nation, wonder right after your endorsement, he lost. Nation was founded on Sharia law. It's true. It's true. Fact. Well, it was it the first sense. law of the land. The very first. It makes sense. The first the constitution was just the Quran on a table. That's all it they was. Threw Fact. a Quran on a table. And that's and said, all we needed. Read that. Frankly. Yep. And, and then the constitution so, came along. Yeah. It screwed the whole thing up. Proof of that? Thomas Jefferson had a Quran. Yep. Look it up. So look it up. Look it up. All right. More patents do coming up in a minute. By the way, we should point out the other 20% were Hindu. <laughs> fact. Fact. It's a fact. Fact. to start yeah, good. good first word uh, but uh, uh, but that's what they are these uh, Philadelphia Eagles uh, who are who are kneeling during the national anthem all of them who are kneeling it's simply because they don't know what they're talking about if they if they learned the facts about some of these issues that they're supposedly protesting and find out that most of them uh, were not what they think they are uh, it would be it would I would really appreciate it. And I think America would as well. Yeah, um, they did not. Um, uh, they did not kneel. Um, they stood and then they put their fist in the air. Oh, oh they gosh. did like a black power thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, now, look, this is obviously ridiculous, uh, but I kind of actually had a, a moment of optimism on this in that, like, if you would have told me before. Uh, the season started, that um, the NFL is going to become trendy to protest the national anthem, mm-hmm. and it's going to pick up steam, what percentage of the NFL would participate in this? I probably would have said 70%. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Half, maybe? Yeah. Um, it and really it's just a smattering of players. Is, yeah, I mean, a- after a big buildup, they only, I, thought, I only saw three. The, the, this story is saying, I think, four. Um, but uh, but I, I saw three. Malcolm Jenkins being um, uh, the lead guy on it. It was the other two that I saw were you know bottom of the roster type players. Um, Jenkins is you know their sort of star safety and, and and a really good player, but very outspoken about these issues long before this. I mean he was annoying enough on social media that I've I've unfollowed. <laughs> right. You know it's mm. like cause he's already that guy. Um, and uh, you know I mean he's you know I'm glad he's. You know, had a nice sack very early on uh, on a safety blitz. I was very happy about it. Again, the Eagles <laughs> win; they're two and zero, and it's uh, so that's really what I care about. But I, I actually kind of thought, though, it's kind of it's it, the reaction to it has been mostly people being like, "Ugh, shut up!" Like, I, you know, they're not saying it outwardly, but they're they're standing there doing what they do. A lot of a lot of these teams 
are standing up very proudly. They they made a pretty big deal about the Bears. There was zero players who did it. Uh, the coach pointed out that we, uh, you know, we play at Soldier Field, uh, so Thank maybe you. we should be standing up for the anthem. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I you mm-hmm. know, I, I, I kind of am surprised at how well this has gone. I'm so actually far. surprised that the NFL hasn't. Uh, the, the, the NFL saying, uh, well, they have a right to do it. You know what? I don't. I don't think they do. Now the NFL. I mean. The NFL could put their foot down. They put their foot down on everything else from shoes to hairstyle. You're right. You're when right. They're on the sideline. Mm. So when they're in the stadium representing the team in the NFL, yeah. they yeah. don't have a right, right to do that. And it's like, well, you have the right to have a um, to to try to win people over to your religion. I mean, you know, we're living in a country where 80 percent of the founders were Muslim. Thank so, I mean, you. you have a right that is built into the country's constitution. Um, however, if you're at Hooters uh, mm. or a strip club. Uh, probably the manager's going to be like, uh, not Dude. the time for that. Yeah. Right? Well, you and should it, have your eyes poked out under Sharia law, as our founders, well, as our founders uh, said. said. <laughs> they did. They were very clear. <laughs> Although, uh, if you're going to have a terrorist attack the next day, you should be able to go to a strip club the night before. I think well, that's yeah, pretty clear uh, in the Constitution. My point, though, is that that's not the, that's not the place. If, the me- if a business says, you know what, even if you're at Chili's, mm-hmm. like, look, Hey, uh, you know, you're selling uh, some uh, some chicken crispers, uh, but don't proselytize to the people as Thank you're doing you. it. I think that's a totally, despite the fact that you have a First mm-hmm. Amendment right to practice your religion, and you don't have to, it doesn't have to bury your faith somewhere uh, in, in behind closed doors, but that's an appropriate thing for a business to okay. say. We're not in business to do that. And if you want to, you don't mm-hmm. have to work here, but if you want to work here, uh, you know, maybe uh, you, you cannot do that. I think huh. that's a totally fair thing. Huh. Um, unless, of course, you're, you're, you're preaching Sharia law, which is part of our Constitution, uh, and 80% of the founders followed it. So that is obviously a requirement of being <laughs> mm-hmm. a citizen. But outside of that, uh, you know, I, I think it's an appropriate thing, yeah. as it would be appropriate for the NFL to crack down on this, just like they can with mm-hmm. hair and stickers of, on your feet and, and all that stuff. I think they've handled this well in that pushing back against the players might actually make it into a bigger deal. And I think the fact that they've just That's been like, true. well, you know what? Do what you want to do. And they have not made a big deal about it. I think has actually helped keep this as a maybe smaller story. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, that's possible. One of the players said um, uh, he said the protest has nothing to do with this country or the flag or the anthem itself. It's meant to, quote, push forward the conversation about social justice, Ugh. unquote. I mean, that's Malcolm I, Jenkins, right? I mean, that's yes. I'm, I'm so tired of that nonsense. No, it's not meant to push forward the conversation because you don't want to hear. You don't even want to hear the truth, which has been spoken already. We've already had the damn conversation. We've already had the conversation on Michael Brown and Trayvon Martin and all the rest. And you didn't listen to the conversation when we had it. Yeah. What, what so don't it? tell me. And social justice. I don't want to hear your socialist bull crap right. social, coming out of the NFL. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, it's, uh, social justice is obviously we've covered this many times. It's code for for socialism. That's what it is. At least, yeah. I mean, it was you know, mar- national Marxism. socialism uh, yeah. early on, uh, yep. which you might you could probably abbreviate kind of Nasso. Nazis, Nazis, something like that. Something like that. Mm-hmm. You could probably summarize it in mm-hmm. that way uh, if you really wanted to. Uh, the, but like you kind of look at that, and, and it's a, it is an ill-informed opinion. I was, I was talking about the, uh, doing a, a, the season premiere of Wonderful World of Stew is a little over a week away. Uh, I think it's September thirtieth. Back on again? Uh, yeah, I know. Shocking. What? Believe me, no one's more surprised than me every year. Um, 
But uh, one of the monologues I was uh, doing and getting prepared for was about, we were doing a two-part series on racist, racistry in America. Oh, wow. Um, because racism in America was already taken. So racist, racistry mm-hmm. in America. And one of the points I kind of stumbled upon as I was doing this is sort of what you just said, Pat, which is, we need less conversation about race. <laughs> yes. I don't know if anyone Thank knows you. this. Yeah. We t- all we do all the time is bring race into everything. Forever. And while that does not mean it's not an issue, I mean, it still is mm-hmm. an issue in this country, as we've seen. I mean, the alt-right is a great example of, of racism. But what I would advise to the alt-right uh, to cure what they're doing is less conversation about race. Stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. You, you, your opinions are insane, and hopefully they go away as soon as possible. That, the, the same thing on the crazy Black Lives Matter side. Um, and, you know, obviously, as Glenn has pointed out, and, and, and it's, which is, of course, true, many people in, I can't say necessarily the same about the alt-right, but there are people who are in Black Lives Matter who are just normal people who, uh, you know, look, just think, hey, you know, uh, there's injustice and I, I want to fight about it. And I think a lot of that is misguided, my personal opinion. Um, however, uh, there are obviously cases of it. There was a case yesterday that looked pretty bad. Have you seen any updates on this, Jeffy? There's a shooting by police yesterday uh, of an, uh, an armed black person who apparently has his hands up, and it looks like one of the bad ones. And if it is, we're all going to be outraged and charge them with murder. Right? I mean, like, I, at least that's how I hope it turns out. And a lot of times it does turn out that way. If it's bad, I don't, I don't know all the details of the story. I, I don't know either. That's the one where they, they, tased, they tased it first. Uh, right where there was, there I don't. I, was, okay. I, I, uh, I only saw you know people, people that normally are skeptical of a Black Lives Matter argument. were saying, hey, this one looks really bad, um, and mm. I, you know because when these things happen, we do fight back against them. Nobody wants this to happen yeah. to black people or mm-hmm. white people or anybody else. Right. Um, but it, the idea that all we need to do is sit here and have a conversation—it's such a lie. Number one, if you have a conversation about it, you get thrown out of society. Mm-hmm. If you say a something that's right, a real one, if you actually say something real about race, you get thrown out of society because you're not allowed to. So what they want is a controlled conversation that says all the things they agree with, uh, meaning the media and, and the left. And what does that do? We've had a nonstop eight year conversation about race since Barack Obama was elected. We are in a much worse position on this topic than we were at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, he has not helped this conversation. Polling shows that. Everybody knows this. Uh, and it's it's not time for a moral conversation. It's time for less. The last thing we should be doing is bringing race into things where it doesn't matter. It's not part of the conversation. It's not the motivation. Blaming every single policy. You know, Donald Trump has done a lot of things um, that I don't like. One of the things we've called out the media on, though, is his initial racist comments about uh, crime being sort of imported into the United States of America. You can be for that position and not be racist. Uh, You might not want Syrian refugees coming in from a war-torn, terrorism-riddled area, um, and it doesn't mean you're a racist because you don't like Syrians. The issue here is, can you uh, have an open society in which we have controlled borders and have a country, as Donald Trump would say, and still control your immigration. That shouldn't, that's not racism. You know, and, and the fact that the left has been calling everybody from John McCain to Mitt Romney to everybody in between a racist all this time has made people think that this isn't a real claim. Well, there are real racists out there. David Duke's freaking running for Senate right now. Uh, so it's a good, mm-hmm. you, you want to know how many racists there are, see what, what his vote total is. 
Because you're going to, I mean, I don't know that you could support Donald Trump without, or excuse me, oops, uh, David Duke without being a racist, right? I mean, you know David Duke well enough Mm -hmm. to know this is his number one issue. That doesn't mean everyone who supports Donald Trump is racist. Probably everybody supports David Duke as a racist. So there's a good number for you. If you want to know how many people in Louisiana are racist, you're probably going to get a good number uh, after that election is held. Um, You know, so I, I just, but this idea that, we have to constantly bring everything back there because we need to have a conversation to solve these issues. A, it doesn't solve the issues. B, we don't need that conversation anymore. We, we've had a conversation. Everybody knows what the right and wrong thing is. And you know what? The people who are racist are, are going to call, you know, point themselves out. They're going to, if we're not all obsessing about race all the time, the people left talking about race are the racists. It'd be nice if we kind of recognize that. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah. More patent stew coming up in a minute. In a country that was founded by Muslims, right? We 80%. 80%, 80% of our founders were Muslims. On Sharia law. Have these the principles of Sharia law. Right. Wow. It's incredible. Good to see you again. I was worried. I'm really excited about this segment because um, we're going to tackle the top five issues facing black Americans. And that's piles of dead bodies uh, in the streets shot by white white police officers. Uh, And so that's obviously number one. I hate to give that away already. But the number one problem facing blacks right now. Yeah, it was recently uh, in uh, New York City. um, And I I was looking at the skyline. I said, what happened to the Freedom Tower? (laughs) Uh, well, I couldn't see it because of the piles of, of bodies. It's so high right yeah. now, right? It's actually They've killed the so many. Yeah. They just keep killing and hey. killing and killing and killing. <laughs> yeah. they, they like and it, I, I guess. And I said, what happened to what happened to, to the West Side? And I said, ah, you can't see it anymore. Big walls of bodies. Yeah, they're all dead because white cops have killed them. Uh, it's, I can't wait to get to this so you understand what we're facing here. Um, here's problem number five. Uh, according to Prager University... Uh, here it is. Problem number five, the victim mentality. Nothing holds someone back more than seeing himself as a victim. Why? Because a victim is not responsible for his situation. Mm-hmm. Everything is someone else's fault. And the victim sees little chance of improving his life. How can he get ahead if someone is holding him back? <clears throat> All mm-hmm. this makes the victim unhappy, frustrated, and angry. This is how too many blacks see themselves as victims. So much so that their victim status becomes their primary identity and their ruling ideology. I call it victimology. Unfortunately, many black churches preach this victimology. Many black parents pass it on to their children. Inner city schools teach it to their students and the black media reinforce it. Meanwhile, the NAACP and other black grievance groups fundraise on it. That's for sure. Wow. Uh, Wow. All right. So, good thing this is a black person saying these things. Yeah, I, I, it's a little disturbing, I will say, in a country founded 80% Muslim. Right. Um, that this right. would be the, the way. Yes, you're that right. The, that these issues are treated. But, you're uh, exactly right. Uh, you know, okay. okay. Uh, here's a part two of the video. Problem number two proliferation of baby mamas. The disintegration <laughs> of the nuclear family has led to an astronomical increase of single mother households. Mm-hmm. According to the Moynihan Report, in 1965, 
Nearly 25% of black children were born to unwed mothers. The report's author, Daniel Patrick Moynihan, said this was a disaster in the making. He was, of course, vilified by so-called black leaders and their progressive allies. But he was right. Today, the out-of-wedlock birth rate is nearly 75% and even higher in some urban areas. Mm -hmm. To be clear, baby daddies share this responsibility with baby mamas. Yet, while baby daddies are blamed and rarely shown compassion, baby mamas are rarely blamed and receive both compassion and support. This lopsided dynamic and the previously listed pathology stem directly from the number one problem facing the black community. Oh, wow. I mean, in a country where 80% of the founders were Muslim. I cannot believe this attitude is still out there. Mm-hmm. You know, this is uh, it's shocking. Mm-hmm. It's shocking, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to comment on it at all. Here's uh, problem number mm-hmm. one. Okay. Problem number one, unquestioning allegiance to so-called progressive policies. Mm-hmm. Unwavering loyalty mm-hmm. to progressive mm-hmm. liberal policies is the primary reason these dire conditions persist. Mm-hmm. It both makes them possible and perpetuates them. It's no coincidence that progressivism is the common thread that binds predominantly black cities where single-parent homes, failing schools, rampant poverty, and crime predominate. Look at cities like Detroit, Philadelphia, and Baltimore. They've been run by progressive Democrats for decades. Thank you. If their liberal policies were at all effective, Mm -hmm. these cities should have become models of economic growth and prosperity. True. Instead, they're models of dysfunction. By fostering and exploiting the victim mentality, discouraging Mm self-examination, subsidizing baby mamas and making excuses for black thugs, so-called progressive policies Mm -hmm. don't alleviate the problems that afflict the black community. They aggravate those problems. You may have noticed that racism did not make the list. Why not? It's simple. There will be no solution to the Mm -hmm. problems afflicting black America until more blacks recognize that the issues plaguing our community are ultimately self-inflicted. Does racism exist? Sure. But there are other problems far more serious. And waiting until there are no more races will mean waiting and making excuses forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a new um, thought I've had about the election, which is what if Donald Trump, when he thought about saying something, instead pointed to someone who could actually talk about it? So like Trump, uh, you know, when he like, for example, wanted to, oh, well, you're going to get shot in the streets. I mean, what else you got to lose? You might as well go with me. Your cities are a bunch of crap heaps. You're all dying and you have no money. Losers. Come vote for me. Instead of doing that, maybe have someone uh, like this come up and actually make the argument in an intellectual way that actually makes sense. Um, and then, you know, maybe then he'd never be on the stage. Go, hey, I'm Donald Trump. Here's Bill. Hey, thanks, Bill. Here's Vince. He's just the MC. Yeah, he's just the MC. Hey, everybody, remember me from uh, The Apprentice? Here's Heather. <laughs> and just works through a crowd of people who know what they're talking about. And then we'll just have them do the stuff when, when he's president. Heather who? Bil- Biltenberg. Heather Biltenberg? <laughs> yes, Heather Biltenberg. <laughs> I don't, I'm unfamiliar with Heather Biltenberg. Is she good? Is she a <laughs> well-spoken spoke, uh, well, spokesperson? You don't like her? I don't know you know, her. this is I'm, typical of your... I don't know Heather uh, Biltenberg. I don't, I don't know her. Mm, you don't know her. No. You don't know her. Just like you don't know that 80% of our founders... No, I do know was... that. That I know. I mean, please, everybody knows that. 80% of our founders. Yeah. It's, a, it's a Muslim foundation nation. Mm. That's what I like to call it. That's yes. Uh, we, this was, this, uh, we built this country, country on, on the ma- Quran. On the Quran. Mm-hmm. We built this country on the Quran. Mm-hmm. 
that's the way it worked. Yeah. Uh, okay, a couple things I want to tell you about. Uh, two days from now is uh, Insult Jeffy Free Day. Mm-hmm. Um, that means you get to insult Jeffy for free. Um, no. Oh. It means we're free of Jeffy insults oh, that okay. particular day. I misunderstood the rules. Which makes it very, so very I, difficult. If I do make a mistake, I apologize because I've obviously misunderstood the rules. All right. Uh, secondly, uh, in this show, more importantly, um, what if you combine grilled cheese and pizza together? Oh, my gosh. That, would that be something you'd be interested in? Yes. Well, uh, you don't get to try it because you're at home, but we're going to try Pizza Hut's new grilled cheese stuffed crust pizza okay. on an episode of Spoons. Ow, ow. Okay. Okay. is Pat and Stu. Uh, it looks like um, um, your boy, Jeffy uh, Lester Holt, from the NBC Nightly News, mm-hmm. uh, is, is talking about what the topics will be for the first presidential debate. Now, when is the first presidential debate with uh, Hillary? 26th of this month, isn't it? Monday? This coming Monday? Yeah, we're getting actually close, which is, is nice because it feels like that good. means this thing will soon be over. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, they're only going to have three debates, right? right? Yeah. Uh, so he has and a VP debate. Uh, there, there is a VP. Yeah, yeah one, one VP or two. Debate. Is it just one or two? One, I think. Okay. Which is, I mean, I mean, because uh, does that sound like the most boring thing? A Mike yeah. Pence, Pence Tim versus Kane? No, <laughs> that is. I think Pence will, no, will handle himself pretty well. I that, think so but too. That is, uh, that's but I just don't city. That's a really fast. care. Yeah, no, I don't care. Either. You know, uh, the debate between them uh, will focus on on the issues pertaining to America's direction, achieving prosperity. Uh, we haven't done that yet. And securing America, according to a press release, the much-anticipated presidential showdown. Is it really much-anticipated? Seriously? I, I haven't heard anybody talking about it. Have you guys? Have oh, you ever, what, the, the, the debate? debate? Yeah. Much-anticipated? Yes, it's still yeah, a presidential election. Yeah, I don't think anybody cares. What they're, what they're waiting for is they really want... It's not Thursday, but thanks oh, for being okay. along. I appreciate it. It's nice to have you here. It'll last 90 minutes. Uh, the event will feature uh, six 15-minute segments, each topic taking about uh, two of the sections. There will be no commercials during the debate. Cool. That'll be nice. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, so 90 wear, minutes. Are they going to everybody wearing NASCAR suits with sponsors and tags <laughs> yes. on them? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Trump, Trump would definitely do it. You're oh, my gosh, would. yes. Yeah. He's, I mean, half of his events are being held at his own hotels and such. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see uh, that this will be an interesting thing from the Hillary Health perspective. Yeah. No commercials, no PP time. Yep. Uh, he mm-hmm. keeps saying on the campaign trail, I don't know. You mm. think she could stand up here for an hour? What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I hope she's feeling better, gets a rest, you know. But I don't think she could stand up here for an hour and do this. Well, I guess we'll have a chance to see. Well, that you think? would be amazing. What did you think? Nobody's made a big deal out of it, but him saying that uh, we should take away her security and then see what happens. Uh, are you suggesting 
should be shot down? Yeah, is it? No. I mean, anybody yeah, else I think I would say, get a buttload of crap for that. Well, first of all, you're probably right. I mean, uh, uh, you know, if Ted Cruz said it, he probably would be criticized yes. widely. Yeah. Um, Trump, I think, has got some criticism from the far left on yeah, it. I mean, does. I think what he was saying, if I understand the context correctly, and I only skimmed the I think article, it was about guns. But it was just and saying, I, like, I, yeah. I understand The that. same thing. We, we, and we've said similar things. And, like, well, why do they build walls around the White House? Yes. You know, if you got rid of that, why? Yeah, well, get rid of the, the security. I mean, I think that's... Again, he makes every point horribly, he but does. I think that's what he was going for. And he always for goes too far. Uh, take her security away, uh, and then uh, let's watch people shoot her down in the street. Right. Uh, <laughs> in a bloody mess, she'd just be shot over and over and over. you just keep shooting her like, until she's, she's so dead that she's not even alive anymore. <laughs> so she's sat dead that she'd be dead forever after that, because yeah, she'd be shot dead. so many times. Yeah, no, yeah, uh, I know. I get it. That is what Donald Trump would do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he so would bad. go that far. Uh, obviously, it, it, any time, and we've seen this certainly over our lives, and any time, we've seen it from multiple candidates and, and commentators, any time you bring in the, poss- the possibility, even if you're saying, God, please protect this person from something bad, uh, there's always assassination. Uh, yeah, it's always it always you know. Stripper here up. just suggested that uh, Donald Trump be assassinated. Why what? did you do that? No, why? I didn't, no, I didn't. Why did you do that? Even close to that. But I mean, it's true. <laughs> like when you like, and that's why you know, large generally speaking, we just we don't even like well, when we talk about that sort of thing because obviously the health and life of a presidential candidate is an important thing to the country. It needs to be talked about. Um, but you try to keep it as generalized as possible. And that's why, you know, we, 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 we laugh at the Donald Trump people who were trying to say that Glenn threatened Donald Trump. Glenn didn't threaten Donald Trump, and he threatened me. And mm-hmm. anyone who listens to this show or watched that show, you could plainly see he was talking about me. But it's funny because that's such a, it's a pretty bright line there. You don't talk about that stuff. And if you do, you talk about it very carefully. Um, because you know, people, people, you don't want to be, you know, taken out of context. So, I mean, even at that point when it's so obvious, people still took it out of context. Oh, and then right. it was just written about last week in that article that pissed me off so much. Because one of the paragraphs started with Glenn Beck, who, how did they put it, ubiquitously or... or Ambiguous. Ambiguous. Yeah. Ambiguous. Talked. Who ambiguously spoke of stabbing? What? He did not ambiguously speak of stabbing, and it's been addressed and proven and shown time after time, and they're still printing it. <laughs> yeah, I was still printing it. I was laughing at that particular uh, point in the article because, uh, you know, and, and there's no need to go into it, but the one particular point made me laugh because it said, Glenn, who was suspended for a, an ambiguous yeah. stabbing incident or yeah. something like that, uh, or c- c- saying yeah, something like that. Ambiguous conversation. Yeah, ambiguous about conversation stabbing. about stabbing, right? So the, the inclusion, mm-hmm. he, it was, first of all, it wasn't ambiguous. It was blatantly, yes. blatantly a joke we've done a million times Blatantly a air, joke, and it was and blatantly it was about, about you. It was blatantly about you. But beyond that, that's not why we got suspended from Sirius. What we got suspended from Sirius was Brad Thor saying something. Right, um, that's right. About, uh, uh, we, we, even, we even say it. It was Brad Thor saying something that they, you could have taken negatively in that light. What's hilarious about it is and that- further than that, mm-hmm. we were suspended while we were on vacation and back when we came back. <laughs> That's true. They, they actually Jeez. suspended our villain hosts. <laughs> well, beyond, yeah, beyond all of that, what I thought was great about that particular article is it said, 
Glenn, who was suspended for an ambiguous stabbing incident and linked to an article. The article talks about him getting suspended for the Brad Thor thing, not the stabbing thing. Yeah. And the article was written by the same person who wrote the main article. Oh, you got to be kidding me. The, you go to that article and you say, oh, wow, that same exact journalist wrote that story, too, about be, us being suspended for something completely different. I mean, that went way beyond yellow journalism. Right. That was really a pathetic, <laughs> awful piece. Just, I, but, I mean, it's like, how, that's a beneath that's a Politico. To me. I mean, yeah. I, I never thought Politico was that freaking bad. But that was, that was as bad mm. as I think I've seen in a long time. Mm. Um, also, in an appeal to millennial voters, Clinton has warned that the election isn't... A reality TV show. What? No, it's not. Yeah. She says it's not. She says it's not. There's I a lot know. of evidence to prove the opposite. That. Yeah. That's for sure. She used a speech at uh, Philadelphia's Temple University to court millennial voters and remind them that the upcoming election isn't a reality TV show. She re- admitted that young voters may feel cynical about the upcoming election with so much negative negativity out there. Uh, citing her own experience wrestling with cynicism during the Vietnam War. Just during the Vietnam War, I would say then and ever since, it can be tempting to think that no one is ever going to tell you the truth and nothing is ever going to change. But you're here today because you refuse to accept cynicism. You know that the next 50 days will shape the next 50 years and you see how much needs fixing in our country. And oh, she's the one to tell the truth. And fix all of these but cynical problems. Who's been president the last eight years? Um, didn't get around to fixing these issues. Barack Obama. Uh, Obama, yes, Obama. He's a Barack Republican. Obama. Republican candidate. Uh, no, he might be Pro- an probably. independent. Independent. Okay. Independent. I think. Nonpartisan. Yeah, right. Postpartisan, if I may. Postpartisan. Uh, postracial. Postpartisan. postpartisan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's interesting. The reason why she's making this pitch to millennials is she's uh, she's hemorrhaging them. Uh, we're talking about... Uh, and where are they going? They're not going to Trump. No, they're going to Gary Johnson. He's got 75-year-olds. Um, yeah, no, uh, Gary Johnson's get p- pulling some polls close to 30% of, of voters uh, in these younger age groups. And, really? Yeah, and so uh, she's still winning them, but Barack Obama was winning 70%. She's winning like 40% of millennials. Um, and, and that's wow. a huge problem for yeah. her. I mean, and this is it's the whole reason this thing is close right now. Um, you know, there's a couple of weird demographic uh, situations that are going on. Um, one of them is, you know, uh, Trump is obviously not partic- polling particularly well with Latino Americans, which is, I think, a surprise to many. Um, you know, especially because he's folk- his entire policy pitch seems to be about Mexico, and yet he's not getting yeah. a lot of uh, Mexican American huh. voters at all. Well, he's offered to build them a wall on their dime. Right. I mean, that, if, I mean, you thank you. More do they want? I, mean, I, I yeah. guess they just want to say thank you. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he, they, because of the way the Latino population is spread around the country, which is, I believe, the number is about half of the entire Latino population is in California and Texas, both of which not swing states. So while it's making Texas closer and making California an even bigger blowout, it's not hurting him electorally that much. Mm. Um, kind of an interesting uh, development that could wind up helping Trump quite a bit because um, it's one of the reasons why these states like um, Wisconsin and Minnesota and even Pennsylvania to some level have moved quickly, seemingly more quickly than the national race. They've moved um, back towards Trump and have become close states again because the populations in states like that of minority voters are low. 
Um, and it's why he's having more difficulty than you'd expect in a place like North Carolina, where, where there's a large um, African-American voting base, but it is, you know, kind of a red state. He's, he can't seem to put that one away, but he's bringing states like Minnesota closer than you'd think he could. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's demographically how they think that is, uh, you know, coming about. It's, it's an interesting way that's moving. And I think it's why he's been able to close the gap fairly quickly. He does need to perform well in these debates, though. Uh, and I, I, mm-hmm. there was a weird dynamic that happened at the Republican debates, which was Republicans that were on the stage with Donald Trump <laughs> didn't mind saying bad things about him, but didn't want to look like they were being unfair to Donald. They didn't want to say, well, you don't even know the name of X leader. They didn't want to say, you don't even know... Well, I mean, the best example of this is Hugh Hewitt comes out and says, what do you, what's your view on the nuclear triad? What's the most important part of that? Well, nuclear is very important. The devastation is very important to me. <laughs> uh, okay, Marco, do you want to, uh, to talk about the uh, nuclear triad? I would, uh, Hugh. And um, for people who don't know, let me explain what the nuclear triad is. One, two, three, perfect explanation. Here's what we should do with it. X, y. But, like... That's not going to happen with Hillary Clinton. Mm-mm. And my belief is that Hillary will come out and actually try to create those moments for Donald Trump. And if he looks like he's shaken and is an idiot, uh, I think the American people will turn away from him. It's, well, a, it's, a, it's a difficult balance, but she's going to know the facts on these things, and he doesn't. Mm-hmm. If he looks shaken, then he's going to start fighting back, hitting just... Right, he'll bring start up. Getting oh, mean. well, your husband was yeah. a rapist. Was a rapist. He's a he's a he's a uh, hardened criminal rapist. I don't know that that works. How many years did he spend in prison? None. What do you mean none? How he many people have you and your husband murdered? Right. <laughs> Lester, be fair to me. At least I haven't killed 103 people. It's it's less than that. <laughs> it's only 40. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I don't think that will work. If if she can catch him in yeah, that moment right. where he looks, I mean, for lack of a better word, stupid. Yeah. You know, that, that look on a person's face when they have no idea what they're talking about, and we see it here every day. Um, when you see that, that face, that, thank you, Jeffy, for, exa- for doing it. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> that look on, on a president's face is not good. Don, uh, Dan Quayle uh, got in trouble for it, you know, because he just didn't, he didn't look like he knew what he was talking right. about at times, even, even though, though he, he did a yeah. lot of times. He certainly knew, knows more than Donald Trump does. Um, but because he made that mistake and looked sort of like uh, in one of the debates, People thought he was stupid. Yeah. Um, well, that's Trump what, uh, will look confident. He'll try to, to exude confidence. But he gets caught in enough of those things, I think the American people might see well, it. Well, that was his deal on O'Reilly last night, right? When O'Reilly was trying to press him on whether he was going to be, uh, you know, go strong and go after Hillary. And he was like, look, I, I, went, to all the, I went to the best schools. He tra- went off talking about how smart he was again. Yeah. And he's again, not going to get fooled into that. He's okay. not. Stupid is the wrong word for Donald I know, Trump. I, I mean, know. He's, it, it, there is, I don't know that it is. I mean, you don't go through He's Wharton ignorant. Without, I'll, yes, I'll say I, that. Ignorant, for he's, sure. He's ignorant. Uninformed, for sure. But no, I, cur- no I don't know. intellectual... The synapse of his language uh, would lead one to believe... Yes, I, I agree. There's a lack of intelligence but there. But there's no intellectual curiosity, either. I no. mean, look, the guy's been running for president for a year. There's no reason he doesn't have answers to these questions anymore. Right. If he was actually he trying to be informed on these issues, he would, by this time, be able to fake it. Mm-hmm. He can't even do that. And that is, no, he doesn't even want to be bothered with he that. He does not want to be bothered with it. No. That's the really. I mean, that's why he's not uh, supposedly, at least you know, by his words, and God, you, God knows you can't trust those. But he's not going to be prepping for the debate like a normal human being would because he just knows and he doesn't have to be bothered with it. Um, and that is Donald Trump. That's the way he operates. 
So I don't know. I mean, I, I think there is a good chance Hillary will put him in a place yeah. where he looks like a moron. And if that happens, um, no amount of bluster or accusing your opponent of being a rapist is going gonna, is gonna to help that. Now, that having been said... Even okay, so let's say that you know that she starts doing that, and it you know uh-huh. Donald looks like you're halfway, and you're going, "Holy crap, Trump is on the ropes." Well, I thought that if during she, the primary debates. Uh, if she if she stumbles, starts oh, having God, a yeah. coffee fit, oh, you're coughing her. fit. She has yeah. a, a health episode. Over. Yeah, she can't she can't have another moment like that. No, you better way. hope and pray somebody gets her to finally drink water. The water that she drinks a lot of, as much Thank as she you, possibly Pat. can, Thank but nobody you. can get her to drink. That's the same water she needs to be drinking, even though nobody can get her to drink it, even though she loves it so much. And I think as long as she remains honest like she has been about her water intake, uh, she right. should be fine. Right. More patents, too, is uh, inevitable. So bad. Triple eight seven two seven back. Oh, we have a commercial. Our friends at My Patriot Supply have your back. So if there's any kind of... You know, a situation where food is uh, not being supplied at the grocery stores, or maybe maybe it's there, but the grocery stores close. Uh, that's happened to me in my experience with hurricane warnings. Um, you can get a four-week emergency food supply from My Patriot Supply right now for only ninety nine dollars. Jeff, have you ever been in a position where you didn't have enough food at any given time? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Shocking. Uh, this food uh, will help you with that problem. Like, you, you could, for example, like if you're having a normal dinner, right? You could, like, let's mm-hmm. say, take a week or two of food from my Patriot Supply mm-hmm. and use it as a topping uh, for whatever meal you're eating. Um, wow. Why which, not? You know, That's what it's for, right? Right. <laughs> uh, Thursday's going to be freaking tough. Um, food lasts up to 25 years for my Patriot Supply. And uh, actually, even after uh, a year after being opened, and you'd say, well, you know, 25 years is a little excessive. You know, why bother? Well, first of all, you're never going to have to buy, you're never have to buy it again. I mean, it's, it's right. a, 25 years is a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other part of it is they go through to great lengths to make sure the food is that tastes delicious and will last a long time. This is what they do. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and they do it better than anybody. Yeah, and we've talked about the bull weevil problem. If you, if you store food the other way, you know, in canisters... That's just one of the problems. Another problem is, where do you put all this stuff? It's so clunky and so big and bulky and takes up so much space. Like, yeah. your garage is the only place for it. Not with my Patriot Supply, because it comes in these really handy, little, nicely organized uh, containers. Right. And it stores really easily. A stack like this is about a six-month supply. Yeah. It's, it's really awesome. It's great. You know, you, you go to, ever go to the container store? I freaking love the container store. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why. I just can't go in there without spending like three months of salary. <laughs> um, but it's like they just easy corner of your closet type of stuff for, for a month's worth of food. It's great. Uh, now, they're going to limit you to two per collar for uh, the deal they're doing now, which is, uh, as you can see right here, $99 for a month. Um, but uh, you can go there, get it right now. Preparewiththeblaze.com. Preparewiththeblaze.com. Or give them a call, 888 411 5290 It's my Patriot Supply. Triple Eight Seven Twenty Seven Beck is the phone number. Um, by the way, I wanted to point out the Philadelphia Eagles uh, 2 and 0 undefeated on this uh, young year with no Carson Wentz as the quarterback. No um, although they might care about this if they hate the Eagles, which is they're 2 and 0 
I was looking at the power rankings of the NFL in the break. Yeah. Um, the number 32 team, last place, the Cleveland Browns. Oh, you beat them the first week. First week. Okay. Uh, in 31st place, the second worst team, uh-huh. the Chicago Bears. Which you beat last night. Beat last night. So they've beaten the 31st and 32nd uh, best teams uh, in the league. So this Who, might not be who's real. coming up next week? Uh, I, I don't know off the top of my head. Really? I know they played Pittsburgh, I think, the week after, which was one game I was kind of like, mm. uh-oh. Concerned about? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Donald Trump Jr. Uh, tweeted something about Skittles. Um, and uh, it's a kind of a viral tweet about um, uh, immigrants. It's a little, I don't know that it's well done, uh, but the point you'd understand, certainly. If you had a bowl of Skittles and I told you just three would kill you, would you take a handful? That's our Syrian refugee problem. Powerful. Yeah. Whoa. It's not worded very well, though, right? <laughs> no, it's it's, a, it's your usual Trump tripe nonsense. If I opened a jar of peanut butter and a cockroach walked across the top, you'd throw away the whole jar of peanut butter, wouldn't you? That's the argument. Well, it, sort of, I guess. I mean, but there's sort yeah, of. You're right, because like yeah. most of the peanut butter would be fine, uh, but you'd probably still throw it out. I mean, the, the the odd issue here is, of course, you can make this argument to essentially imprison every American, right? Well, certainly Americans are going to commit crimes. So if there's going to be some that do bad things and some will be murderers, I guess you just don't want any of them in society. Um, I don't believe we should do that with immigrants. There is a certain percentage where you, when you're talking about a war-torn region, I mean, I think it's legitimate to look at that and say, how do we vet these people? And how do we, uh, you know, look at them and how many do we let in? One of the interesting things is Trump the other day was making his point about the big Muslim ban um, and then came out and said, and you know what? We won't take any Christians. We won't take any Christians out of this area. Well, you didn't notice that? We haven't taken any Christians. Now, we, that's a familiar point to people in this audience. We've talked mm-hmm. about the, the way our government is treating the Christian refugees from this region. However, Trump's own policy would ban Christian refugees right. from entering under any circumstances. Even if it was like Billy Graham got lost in Syria, he wouldn't be able to come back either. Uh, you know, it's like it's that he, it, it is a regional ban mm-hmm. on anyone, whether they're Christian or not. Um, so, again, he doesn't know his own policy, obviously, but it is kind of interesting that he's having these moments publicly. Uh, I, at least at least I think um, we also have some more controversy about his uh, his charitable giving. And I don't know. This he's given is a, so much more the, like he's given like. Tens of millions of dollars more. He said, "I say hundreds. What, what are the I think hundreds, hundreds of millions, millions more. more." I wish I had this exchange right now. It was so good. It was one of his surrogates was on TV, and they said, uh, has, "How much has Donald Trump given to charity?" Donald Trump has given well over a hundred million dollars. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, wow, that's amazing. What? 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 Back, what, 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 what? Can you give us some backing on that? Yeah. He doesn't owe you any backing. He doesn't owe you any paperwork on that. Well, I know he doesn't owe it to it, but since you're making a public claim about charity, you know, what kind of like evidence do you have to support that? He doesn't have to give you any evidence on that. That was that, that was their argument. I mean, they just feel like they a could relative just, of Don's. I don't it, I mean, they're all they all act like they're relatives. It was one of his uh, surrogates. But it's, it's, it's an interesting wow. thing because they wow. they have decided they don't have yep. to do anything. Yeah. For and, the people. And, and they're right. And they're right. They don't for so, for the people who uh, worship him. They're right. Yeah. Um, now, this is uh, Doug. I think it's Doug Fahrenthold. Um, he's from the Washington Post. Listen, look at these tweets. We're reading from the bottom first. Donald mm-hmm. Trump has used more than $250,000 from his charity to pay off legal settlements of his for-profit business. So his for-profit business gets in trouble. 
then they mm. the, to to get the settlement over with, they say, you know what, just give some charity to this, give some money to this charity. Instead of giving his own money, he gives the charity money to the charity. Uh, so he's actually settling the lawsuit with the charity money. Next one. Uh, also, there's another. Donald Trump bought a second portrait of himself with charity money. This time, $10,000. Now, that's $30,000 set aside for charity that has purchased artistic renderings of himself. I mean... It doesn't surprise anybody, I don't think. And this last thing uh, about using $250,000 from his charity to pay off legal settlements for his for-profit business. I, I, I don't even know... I, I, you know, I, I have to... We, we run a... a, a a not-for-profit, a non-profit school. Um, and every single year, we have to jump through such unbelievable hoops to make sure that everything is above board. And I have to I have to take out an ad in the newspaper every single year, and it has to be a certain size, and it has to say a, a specific amount of things like, you know, non-discrimination policy. We, we, we allow anybody to go here... You, we don't discriminate based on your sexual preference or your ethnicity or your religion or whatever. And it goes on and on and on and on. And we have to do that every single year. Otherwise, they shut us down. But Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton can take money from their charities and pay off for-profit debts with it. Or she can bargain uh, State Department deals th- where she's giving quid pro quo for for donations to her charity how is this possible yeah how is it i would be in jail i'd be in jail pretty amazing and it also uh, kind of bodes to uh, (sighs) your uh theory pat gray that Mm -hmm. uh donald trump is not worth as much as he says he is oh i yeah because he's he's having charity money money to pay off bills come on two hundred fifty thousand dollars to him should be like twenty dollars is to us, right? If he you has would never risk it. Ten point five billion. Why risk right. screwing with your charity? And, and charities are always a, a, a source for this. I, I mean, I've always argued against. I, I will never start my own charity. I promise you. <laughs> Nor should you. No, you shouldn't. It's a real hassle. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you you do, you have yours, and, and because you think it's important, and I yeah, understand that, and I, it's uh, a hassle. It's a real hassle, um, yeah. and it also opens you up to all sorts of things because if someone wants to target you, Pat. And say, uh, you know, to, to put you in either legal stress or to put you in uh, media stress. All they have to do is find something that they can paint in a way that makes you look bad. And because it's tied to a charity, it looks 100 times worse no. than if you screw up your, your business. Yeah. Um, it's just not a good thing to bother with. Well, I think I told you. That give to somebody else who's doing that for their job. You know, I mean, I, now your, your situation is different because, you know, uh, obviously you want it. I mean, your main thing here is not I want to run a charity. It's I want to run a school that yeah. teaches important things. And so you use it as a not-for-profit because you're not doing it for money. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's diff- I mean, it's a little different than a normal charity that we're talking about here. And certainly a hell of a lot different than either the Clinton Foundation or the Trump Foundation. Yes. Yeah. I think I mentioned that um, some friends of ours um, that we know at church gave a pretty sizable, fairly significant donation to our school. And we can't even take them out to dinner to thank them. <laughs> it's like, what? Well, what if I just decided that we're going to go out to dinner with my friends and I happen to pay for it? Well, no, that will look, that would look bad. That would, would it? Look, that would look like you're... So now you can't go out to dinner with your friends. Giving them a gift 
to for the donation that they got. I mean, it's unbelievable the hoops we have to jump through. And yet you have this from the two main candidates in a presidential election. So if you get a donation from your friend, you're no longer able to like see that friend. <laughs> yes, essentially, essentially. I mean, I, I guess we could have them to our house and feed them. Because we were going to eat anyway. But you were going to eat out but, anyway, probably, uh, too. <laughs> That's uh, amazing. And, Jeffy, I did mean to it's talk crazy. to you about it's this. It's crazy. Uh, I am giving you a $5 donation to your charity. Wow. Yeah. Unfortunately, that means we'll never be able to see each other outside of work. Oh, day. that's too bad. Oh, well. Let's uh, God, let's it. try to get over it. Ah, well, I mean, we might be able to. I can't. That's just too difficult. Uh, no, we can never. Never even. Actually, even at work, uh, just so we don't have any appearances that look bad. You know. I, I don't know that I want to accept Yeah, you can never be. Yeah, no. I, you can't you be too to, careful. You have to. It's already in your account. Can't be too already careful. Already in your account. <laughs> um, let's give you one more thing. A uh, nice piece of candy here before we leave. By the way, spoons um, coming up uh, in oh. about uh, 20 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. And that's going to be the grilled cheese stuffed crust pizza from Pizza Hut. It's brand oh, new. Oh, wow. And we're going to try it here in the air today. Sounds we're very good. excited about it. Um, but uh, this is not actual candy you're going to be able to eat, but it might be just as good. It's a new Alex Jones video, and we just love <laughs> We just love it. So here it is. <laughs> Fox is where MSNBC was two or three years ago. Uh-huh. I love the close-up. Now MSNBC is foam at the mouth deception and is so filled with hate of you and your family, they can't even control it. I will be, you know what? I will go to, I will go to hell before I sit here and I watch this country and the world turned over to these savages. I'm done, I'm pissed, and I'm not putting up with it anymore. You, let me tell you something, you filthy traitors in the government, you pieces of crap. You are the most degenerate, twisted, mentally ill people I've ever seen wanting to gang rape this republic. You people are enemies, and we're going to get your asses, and we know what you're up to, and we're coming for you. I just hope you understand that. Now, get back to what I was saying. We have, ladies and gentlemen, a new app that has a lot of great features. In the hell is that? Wow. This guy is freaking incredible. Oh, my I, gosh. That's amazing. Uh, amazing uh, stuff. Some, someone tweeted this to me today, one of our listeners. That is um, really good. And, uh, and said, <laughs> is it possible he's just doing an Andy Kaufman thing? Like, he, Yes. This is, no, it's not possible. I, I thought about that, too, because there's a number is. of times that you... Uh, I don't know if he's that good. You can't keep it up this, this long. I know. You can't. More Pat and Stu coming up. He's just that nuts. I mean, look at Kaufman. He's dead. Yeah. He couldn't do it for this long. I know he also had a disease. Well, that's true, but he's also <laughs> dead. Why'd he get the disease? Yeah. Huh? You ever well, thought of that? He's one of those guys that fought against the fact that 80% of our country's founders were Muslim. He just couldn't accept he couldn't it. couldn't accept it. And yet it's true. Sort of. It's been a while. So we got to talk to you for another break uh, until we eat food. Uh, so <laughs> right. uh, should we do the Jeffy segment here? Yeah, let's. Uh, okay. It's time to do uh, Jeffy because he's there, got something really good. For two us. days until the Be Nice to Jeffy mm. Day, the day that everyone's been asking us not to do, uh, but we're going to do it anyway because while Jeffy uh, might have, have a lot goodness to of criticize, it's goodness that makes us do this. Uh, it's and goodness. Uh, he's not a not a good guy. Uh, <laughs> certainly not someone anyone respects or. Uh, 
for likes or admirers uh, you in know, any way or wants obviously. to see or look at because he's fat. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, we, do we want him to go away? Sure. Okay. You know, but uh, he's going to be here mm-hmm. that day, unfortunately. God, Have we stalled be- long enough oh, to get the up. Jeffy jingle or no? No. Oh, oh we are uh, actually uh, doing the Jeffy segment? No, yes, we are actually ahead. doing yeah. the Jeffy I, segment. What? I mean, so go ahead and do it. Since, here oh, here are we some go. stories that Jeffy found and <clears throat> felt like sharing <clears throat> with us so we don't have to talk anymore. Mm-hmm. Possible Pat and Stew stories. Where have we got possible Pat and Stew stories? <laughs> you are the, the worst, worst television personality in stories. the history of broadcasting. At least read the ones from our prep. I mean, you can go to our prep. There's stories that are printed out right in front of us no, right I here. I don't want to do that. Well, do you want to do something so that we have something on the on the air right hey, now? Here's, here's one thing. Let me point this out to motivate you a little bit. The faster you get this done, the faster we eat pizza. Hey, have you heard that uh, Hollywood is uh, <laughs> up against VidAngel? This story is for Pat. In fact, we talked about it a little bit earlier today off air. Um, Pat is a big fan of using VidAngel to watch some mm-hmm. of the movies, as long as thousands of people are using this product to uh, you know, cut out the profane words in the rated R movies. Right. No, the nudity. The sex scenes. Yeah, graphic right. violence. And they've been up against Hollywood. Hollywood wants, the, Hollywood wants them shut down. Yeah, which is um, so weird. I mean, so what do they weird. care what do you care? So you're making money off your product. Shut up. Let me do with it what I want now that I own the thing, and then I I sell it back real quick. But <laughs> I own it for a minute or whatever, two. Whatever. Or I mean, an hour or two. You know, right? And I mean, they're, the the game plan that they have set up is is an interesting little plan. It's it a, is. It's it's again. It's a little shady. It feels uh, a little shady, but it is. It's a workaround. Right. right. I mean, I it think it, it brings and everybody knows it. Is right. The unfortunate. Thing. Right. It's, it brings attention to them. When it, I think if they would have just said, and by the way, in case you don't understand how this process works, uh, you buy a digital copy. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Buy right. a digital copy of yes. a movie mm-hmm. uh, for let's say twenty dollars, right? And then you sell it back to them for nineteen dollars after you watch after it. you watch it. And it so it's essentially it's an automatic a, process. You just click a thing. You want to sell this back automatically? Yes. So you essentially rent the movie for two dollars. And you get it edited with the R-rated content out. Right. So it's a great thing for people who want to watch movies without watching that content. Um, I don't think Jeffy's idea of them adding X-rated material to movies has come to fruition yet. Well, we Uh, do get the director's cut on some of those. Right, but still, it's never good enough for you. Um, My point, though, is that essentially what they're doing, and I know they would not uh, like this characterization, I think, but I mean, because of the legal ramifications, but essentially what they're doing is they're renting you the movie because they're, they're mm-hmm. selling it to you and then immediately buying it back, which obviously would right. be a weird thing for them to do in any other circumstance. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, um, that's the word. So that's why they're getting sued partially. I don't know why they just didn't do this with straight out buying. I, I sell you a copy of it. You can edit it with our software, however you want. And it cost you $30 instead of the 20 you'd pay at the store. I guarantee there'd be a lot of people who would still buy those movies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? Less, but it'd still be, would it be enough to, to run a successful business? I think so. I, I, I mean, so. I don't know. But you're making Maybe more they, money per movie, too. They probably I mean, did the calculation on this and deemed that that probably wasn't viable. I, I don't know. I guess. But I, I love this. I've, I've contributed to their cause because they, they asked for help for their legal fees because... They're being sued by all four well, they're getting major help now. companies. Oh, they are. And now you're saying somebody else is jumping they're in. They're getting help right, now right. because uh, the uh, they're getting support from 16 family groups 
who are threatening to urge a, a, a Hollywood boycott and essentially, uh, you know, stop wow. going to the movies. By, Good. And, and they have uh, 52 million in their values audience that they're, that they're claiming is behind these 16 family groups. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't like, know. I, the like boycott who? thing, it seems, I, it does not say in this story. Really? That's too bad. I'd like to know. Yeah, I would like to as well. I, I think, like... What's the realistic situation? Like, the right. real solution here. Should it not be these people get sued out of business? It should be like, okay, look, here's where we're uncomfortable. Let's work together. You're having more people consume our product than before. Um, and that should be good. I should mean, be good. The bottom line is not, R-rated movies, for example, good. Mormons who don't watch R-rated movies like yeah. Pat, uh, never spend any money on these movies to mm-hmm. these companies. Right. Why wouldn't they want your money? I don't know. It's more important for them to show bare snoobs. It's more important for them to say the F word, you know, three or four times or a hundred times. It's more important to show graphic, gory violence than it is to get my money. I, what, I don't know why they're so married to that. And what's killing me about it is, and this is, I know this is, sounds strange from me, but no one is telling them that they can't make the stupid movie the way they want to make it. Right. No one yeah. is hindering their creative process. Right. You're saying uh, you can make a movie any way you want it. It's already I, made. I want to watch it this way. Yeah. And plenty of people are watching it the other way. Plenty of people are watching right. it the original way. It's just I mean, a plenty handful of people. Of people are normal and want to see snoobage. Would also like to see it in without the snoobage. <laughs> Um, remember the old company? Was it Clearplay that was the yeah, last Clear, version yeah. of this that did it differently? Yeah, they were right? really clunky, though. Really right, clunky. and they were doing it like mechanically. We, we were out an too. actual DVD, right? Yeah, you put you put in the the DVD, and I think I, I can't remember. You select something on there, and I haven't done it in a long time because it's really clunky. And then it just skips that part of the movie, right? So oh, right, it right, jumps right, ahead right. two minutes or you know, whatever. Or it jumps ahead 10 seconds, and then you miss, like, a lot of dialogue. But that was something you bought separate, right? So you bought, the, you had a, a separate thing? That was a unit. It was a, it was right. a DVD. It was a clear play DVD. Right. And, and then you just put the DVD uh, into it, or the, you know, the little disc into the DVD player, and, uh, and it would skip whatever you told it to now, skip. Now, huh. this is kind of uh, in the minutia here, but it, was it a DVD produced by Clearplay or a DVD player produced by Clearplay? It's a DVD player. That one feels like that should have been okay. It sure does. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what happened. We still have the Clearplay DVD player. So I, I did Clearplay go out of business? I think they did. I thought they did. Didn't yeah. they? I mean, probably. Yeah, but, I, I mean, they I, did. I, I don't know that, but I'm just saying that seems like that's would have been okay, right? I mean, that, that's a product that they're selling. Seems it's like not, it. I don't you, know. Because you're, you're, you're still purchasing. The issue here, too, is that like uh, certain politicians, you can use legal threats to put people out of business. You can do it a lot. Sometimes nice. some people threaten lo- lawsuits all the time. Do they? Um, huh. You know, at I don't know, uh, political enemies, for example. Uh-huh. Um, you know, maybe huh. other other candidates, uh, maybe maybe news organizations uh, that they don't like. Interesting. Like Plus, can we talk mm-hmm. a little bit? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I know we're <laughs> up against the break, and we I want pizza and cheese. Where's the pizza? The, the, the cheese, melted cheese, uh, grilled cheese, stuffed crust oh, pizza. We're about to eat. Cannot happen soon enough. I know we just talked a little bit about it on uh, on radio, but we never got into it. We talked just a little bit about the 800 illegal immigrants. Yeah. That were given citizenship to this country that were supposed to have been deported. Oh, 
Sorry. Yeah, not even they were allowed Oops. to stay legally, but they were actually made citizens. Oops. <laughs> Oopsie daisy. And they're trying to decide what to do. Um, yes, we made a mistake. You're not a citizen. Get out. Get out. Mm-hmm. Here. We'll accompany you to the airport. It is difficult, though. I mean, if you're giving someone citizenship, they believe they're citizens. Well, they're in the shadows. Well, they're and not in the shadows. They're, they're not in the shadows. Right? They're a citizen uh, now. Yeah. It's kind of like it, it, another example of this. Well, it, have they moved out of the shadows yet, even though they're citizens now? <laughs> Maybe have, not. Have they been citizens long enough to have moved out of the shadows? Maybe not. They, Into they, the light of their day? Their house in the shadows oh, no. is on the market. Uh, but they have not moved yet. Okay, so <laughs> we can put it back in the shadows. Uh, this happened uh, is, the, every once in a while. One of these weird things happens. The, <laughs> it sure does. In that in that gray area of gay marriage before the Supreme Court ruling, it happened uh-huh. a lot where people they would legalize gay marriage. Uh, a bunch of yep. uh, uh, people that have been waiting for a long I, time would show up, get married, then they make it illegal. And like, what do you yeah. do with these com- com- people who came in here and said they were told by the government they were married legally? And now all of a sudden, are they not? Do you let them? I think them that's keep one of the status? issues that was uh, that was uh, defended at the, on, at the Supreme Court level. Is yeah. what, what do you do with all these families who are married now and then not? And I think what part of, part of what went into the decision was, well, yeah, there's uh, let's okay, it's all legal. Yeah, I think so. And, and you know, people do get grandfathered in. into things they all do. the time. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. there are Christian and Amish groups who are exempted from Obamacare for, for that reason. Like, they, they don't have to have the Obamacare, um, you know, penalties paid because they have religious exemptions because they've been in these groups for a long time. Um, you know, there are... There are there are carve-outs right. in laws all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it is—it's a difficult thing to, to deal with. Usually, what happens is they say, "Well, look, you know, it's like when you go in and you, and you buy something at a store and it's marked down twenty percent less than it's supposed to. They usually, if it's priced that, if it's marked that way, even if it's our mistake, you get it that way. And yeah. then, of course, there's people like Jeffy who buy pricing guns and make that thing happen. That happens a lot with Jeffy for some reason. What do you mean? You know, maybe we're coming to a store with a pricing gun, and all of a sudden, all the prices are too low. Triple eight seven twenty seven back is our phone number. We'll be back with more pizza. Man, I wish I, I, I wish they used pricing guns. Mm. I know they don't anymore, do they? No, it's, it's all, all digital. It's all your PC code. Yeah. yeah, sorry, Brenda. Where's the pizza? Some pizza we're gonna eat. No, no, no. There's a plan here. Let's have a plan. This is a pizza. I can't wait. It smells really good. Too. I bet it, it does. does. Smell really good. Uh, it is grilled cheese stuffed crust Come on pizza now. from Pizza oh. Hut. Stop talking about. Now let me show you what it looks like. Obviously, Pat's already taken out one piece, but if you kind of look here, you'll see. Man, it uh, smells good. Uh, what? Why is that? Um, why is that on there? I don't what know. I guess say? the delivery man good is point. Uh, particularly interested in your if whether you get some of this pizza, which you will not be obviously considering mm-hmm. this message. So even if it really <laughs> so here's the game plan with this pizza. I believe, and you've done step one here, Pat. So you haven't yeah. broken any of the rules. Okay. So what I think is we need three things out of this pizza. Mm-hmm. Number one, a normal bite of pizza as Pat right. has done, uh, which would give you just a general mm-hmm. sense of if the pizza is good generally. Okay, okay. pizza's pretty good generally. Mm. What was part two? Part one. Now mm-hmm. part two. You like it generally? Yeah, generally speaking, good pizza. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Pizza Hut. But it's actually pretty good. So step two is the crust here, if you notice here, 
What you have is a grilled cheese oh, stuffed man. crust. Look at that. So I believe our next bite needs to be an isolated crust only piece. All right. To understand how good that crust is. Mm-hmm. Mmm. Mm. Too bad you can't have any, Jeffy. It's really good. No, it's not Thursday, no. Mm-hmm. We can keep this pizza around before Thursday if you want. And actually, the crust does kind of taste like a grilled cheese sandwich. Mm. Sort of. I kind of expected it to be more like, mm. like a mozzarella stick or something, you know, like our breadsticks. But it's actually pretty, it does have a little wow. bit of grilled cheese taste. That's pretty good. And so how, here's what I would recommend for this. Like, Just mm-hmm. a piece. I'm sorry, you were recommending mm-hmm. what? Yeah. So what I'm going to do is going <laughs> to fold it over like this, like so. So you get a little bit of the crust with the pizza at the same time, mm. kind of like a, a cross section. <clears throat> Almost like a taco. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hmm. Wow. Did you guys change your mind? Maybe I just got like a piece? No. Well, let me check the message here. Let's see what it says. I'm not sure. Mm. Message I is still there. I haven't read this in a while. See the message? What does it say? It's still there. Can, can, can you read it, Jeffy? My glasses on. It doesn't say spoons, so I know it's difficult for you, but uh-huh. it says, uh, sorry, Jeffy, it ain't Thursday. Now, the delivery guy, to put that, I mean, that's Oh, a, wow. Okay, we've had our first incident of oh, the no. day. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually somewhat stunning how often you get through spoons without doing that. I know. A little wow. sauce down the shirt? Huh? A little sauce? A little sauce on the shirt, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I will say... Uh, stuffed crust pizza. That's in, really good. In general, to me, is the type of product that looks really good on television, and it usually doesn't deliver. Moderately better than the normal thing. Like right. you're like, all right, it's a little <clears throat> bit better, but it's more of just a gimmick. This is pretty damn good. I mean, look at this. Uh, I think this uh, is. Cheese there. Yeah, this is actually good. All right, Jeffy, come here, try some. See what you think. Mm. What? Is there another Jeffy here or something? Are you serious? Hurry up. <laughs> Mm, yeah. Try the back of it, the grilled cheese part. I'm trying to place what kind of cheese that is. So it tastes kind of Cheddar? grilled cheese sandwichy, right? It does. Yeah, it's actually pretty darn good. I, yeah, you can eat that. Yeah. You can actually order this for the house. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not a huge Pizza Hut I'm fan. I'm not either. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, some of their stuff is pretty I think they're better. They've improved over the years. Um, pretty good. Oh, and then a bite. That's how you eat it. I mean, that's that's probably superior to the... Take the grilled cheese first and yeah. then into the pizza. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. That's like bursting with Pizza Hut flavor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if you had Pizza Hut, just a regular pizza, and a Domino's pizza, would you be able to tell the difference now? Yeah. Would I you? So. I think there's still different styles. Would you be able to tell the difference between Papa John's Pizza oh, Hut? Oh, yes. And I could knock out Papa John's from anyone. Yeah. Blindfolded? Probably. Yeah. I mean, if you saw the, the Papa John's, I think you'd probably recognize yeah. it. If I saw the delivery guy pull up in front of the house in this car that was marked with the particular place that then was you'd bringing know? the pizza, I would know. You Every would? Time. Really? Every time. That's, I mean, how would you know? I what just, if I you just, saw like, the, I just immersed in it. You know? What if you saw okay. the car pull up in front of your house and then they brought you the other pizza? Well, is it marked on the box? Okay. Then I would know. I guess our recommendation is yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Order this thing. Heck, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a solid, that's a solid one. I would, I would order that not really even good. when I was just eating it while working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really good. Heck, yeah. I like good. it. Mm. It makes the crust edible. 
Yeah, you actually want to get to the ground. Yeah. 